in this episode, we uh, do something a little bit different. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big changes. Big changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I thought it's about time, 432 episodes in, that we do something a little bit more personal, a little bit more getting to know me and getting to know you and uh, just sort of introducing myself, I guess, in a in a way. So if you are new to the show, this is their first episode you're listening to. This is probably a good one to start with if you're curious about who the heck Greg Clunas is. And if you're a longtime listener, then this will probably fill in some of the gaps that you maybe just don't know about me. And it's really interesting because this episode was inspired in part by something that I get all the time which I just find so interesting. So I get messages from a lot of people that say they didn't know I was black, which is fascinating. And to be clear, I'm not insulted. Like when somebody sends that message, like I'm not taking that in any kind of way. I'm not insulted by that. I just find it really interesting and it makes sense, obviously. You know, if I, you can only guess what you guess based on how I sound. You don't have the visual. It's not like you're watching me on YouTube, but it is really fascinating to know that if you've never connected with me anywhere outside of this podcast, then there's all of these parts about who I am that you might just be filling in. And that's, that's really fascinating to me. So the first thing, if you do want to go deeper into my life, Connect with me over on Instagram at Greg Clunas. I would love to connect with you. I'd love to chat with you there. And I'd love to engage with you on that platform in a more visual way, which obviously is the biggest limitation of a podcast. So with that said, in this episode, I want to go through 10 interesting facts about me, things that you might not know, things that if you're a longtime listener, maybe you do know because I've mentioned them sort of in passing in, in previous episodes. But this is the comprehensive list of things about me that not everybody knows that uh, as someone who listens to this show, you probably should because I think it will help to make a better connection with me and why I'm doing this show. So number one, the first fact about me is that I am an immigrant. So I currently live in the United States of America. I was not born here, though. I was originally born in Jamaica. So Jamaica is this small little country. Probably are aware of that already. But um, I was born there. I was born in Kingston at Kingston Hospital in 1992. And it's it's one of those places, like I don't have that many memories of it. So I moved to the States when I was eight to give you some context. And a big part of our move was financial issues. Like most immigrants, Jamaica was not going through the best time. And my parents wanted to give me, my sister, my family more opportunity. So we moved to the United States. And that event sort of kicked off this radical redefining of who I am as a person. Meaning without that immigration, without moving to the States, without seeing my parents sort of start over from scratch, without having the experiences that we had, 
I would not believe the things I, I do now. I would not uh, have landed on the tiny leaps concept, at least not this early in my life. So it's a very critical piece of who I am. And, and it's something that I'm, I'm very, very proud of. And I know there are a lot of immigrants listening to this show and, and can relate to that understanding of what you have to go through as an immigrant to the United States or really any country. Now, number two, I lived in New York City for 10 years. So many of you know that this show started when I lived in New York City back in 2016. Uh, what you don't know is that when I first immigrated here, so when I was eight, we flew into Queens, Queens, New York. So I lived in the city then for about a year at my aunt's house with my mom and sister. And after that, we moved upstate. So I lived, I grew up upstate New York. And then immediately, as soon as I graduated high school, the only place I wanted to be, like many people my age at the time, the only place I wanted to be was New York City. So I only applied to colleges there and I was I was going to New York City. I went there for school. I attended Pace University, met Rachel through Pace. So again, another very critical piece of who I am, my time in New York City, uh, became who I am, started this show, got the book deal. All of the things that I've accomplished happened in my time in New York City. And I was there for 10 years. I spent a, a about a third, a little more than a third of my life so far in New York City. So the third thing, this is one that I'm sure many of you can appreciate. I struggle with anxiety and depression. Now, I've, I've went to therapy for about two years, maybe a little bit more. Uh, I was diagnosed with, uh, I guess, sort of everyone's diagnosed with like general anxiety disorder. But it is something that like many people listening to this show, I deal with on a day to day basis and I go through these bursts and it's sort of always been there my entire life where things will be fine and little do I know things are sort of building up in the background and then eventually it all sort of like piles on top and then I go through this period of time where I am more depressed than usual where I'm not really able to get out of bed where I'm not really able to do things so this is something that I've dealt with my entire life it's something that I've gotten help for and, and definitely better able to manage and this is why I talk so much on the show about not being ashamed of our mental health not being ashamed of our desire to get help for that mental health because it is a perfectly normal thing and it's something we all need to deal with, but we can only get better by acknowledging and dealing with it. Now, number four, this is sort of an interesting fact, not really anything that not anything that I guess should be taken too seriously. So I was raised in the Seventh-day Adventist church. Now, I know many of you listening to this are religious. I personally am not anymore, but I was raised uh, Christian. I was raised in the Seventh-day Adventist church uh, when I was in Jamaica and when we first came here. And one really interesting piece about that for me growing up was that every Friday night at sundown until Saturday at sundown, uh, I couldn't play any games. I couldn't watch TV. I couldn't be a kid, I guess. Uh, it was, it was, that was the Sabbath. So uh, similar to Judaism in that sense, but I, I can't really speak too much about the church because I, I wasn't baptized. I didn't spend the time to go through and learn what the distinctions are between Seventh-day Adventists and other sects of Christ, uh, Christianity and so on and so forth. But I was born and raised in the Seventh-day Adventist church and that, um, 
that that was a, a defining piece of uh, who I was growing up. In fact, a big part of why I got into computers to, with the the level of veracity that I did is because I sort of grew up in this household where I couldn't really play video games during the week. I couldn't uh, be on electronics and stuff uh, Friday night. And so there was this desire to sort of do something in secret. And at the time, my parents really didn't understand what I was doing with the computer. And and so it was, it was sort of my outlet for that. Uh, which then has sort of created uh, where I am now, where I'm very good with computers. And, and I'll talk about that in a uh, another little fact here in a second. So number five, I have always wanted to write my own book. So I actually remember when I was younger, still in Jamaica, like having that vision. And if you've read my book in the last chapter, I talk about having this vision where I pile all my family in a car and we drive to Barnes and Noble and I like point at my book on the the, the uh, shelf. Right now, unfortunately, as, as you know, if you read the book, that didn't really get to happen. I did, however, get to have a book launch event. And so super, super appreciate the sponsors for that. Super appreciate my family for taking the trip down to the city for that. I got to spend this time with the people I love most, with listeners, with uh, people that just sort of showed up. I think we had 75 people at one point at this really nice French restaurant that I rented out thanks to the sponsors for my book launch event. And I signed books. I gave a talk. It, It was awesome. Like honestly, dream come true moment. And it's sort of been, this happened back in January. Since then, honestly, I've kind of been riding the high of it still. Uh, it's, It's just been this amazing, amazing moment and opportunity for me. So cannot thank you guys enough for making that possible because it happened because you listened to this show. It happened because you were willing to spend your time with me. So thank you. Number six, we've got five more here. Number six, I graduated with an art degree and a computer science minor. So my time in college was really interesting. I, like probably many of you, could not decide what to major in. It felt like this huge decision that if I made the wrong choice, it was going to haunt me forever, right? Now, I will say, looking back, it didn't actually matter all that much. I actually have not done that much work in any field of study. And I don't know that many people that have. Uh, So don't stress about it is my advice to new college students or people that are about to graduate. Just don't stress about it. It's really not that important at the end of the day. With that said, I finished with an art degree. I entered school with a marketing degree. I switched over to computer science, spent about two years in a computer science program, which is why I ended up with the CompSci minor. I switched from computer science because of calculus, because I'm not a math person like many of you. And um, I also had never taken pre-calc in high school, so I was missing that requirement. I tried to jump straight into calculus and I just could not wrap my head around it. So I ended up switching from computer science, went to IT for a while, then tried switching to economics. That also had a calc requirement, which I did not know about. Tried switching to applied psychology because it was something, behavioral psychology is something I really love. Uh, And then eventually Purely because I needed to graduate on time and I was now in my senior year, I switched to art. And funny enough, I never considered art as a major until it became clear that I couldn't graduate on time without it. And what I found really fascinating is that I had art was honestly the best major. 
like being forced to create all day long, to make things, to express myself creatively, to think through problems creatively. It taught me so much about who I am and what value I can bring to the world. It taught me how to consume media with a critical eye. It taught me how to create content that resonates. Like that art degree ended up being the most valuable time I spent in college, uh, even though it's not the most quote unquote practical degree. And then I ended up with a computer science minor because I'd spent so much time in it. So I do still today, uh, I don't code all that much, but I do still build my own sites. And I know enough to get things up and running quickly and then very quickly hand it off to somebody else. So number seven, I play video games, a lot of video games. In fact, I was that kid in high school who spent all day long playing World of Warcraft. Prior to that, in middle school, I spent all day long playing RuneScape. And so uh, a lot of my friendships, a lot of my closeness with family, it it's through video games. And video games mean a lot to me for that reason. I've actually contemplated starting a podcast or a YouTube or something talking about video games and sort of the connection we all have to them, the memories that we all have with them. Because so many of my memories with my cousins that I love like brothers, with my uh, my best friends that I'm still close with today, like they revolve around our love of video games and that sort of bringing us together. So I, I don't know that I'm ever going to do that, but Video games are a massive part of my life, even if I never really talk about them. Um, and it is something I spend a significant amount of time doing. Today, right now, I play a lot of Fortnite. I, I am one of those people and it is incredibly addicting and incredibly fun. And I, I just really love video games. So just wanted to share that. Number eight, I really love music. For those of you who've been listening to this show for a while, you know that I originally started by uh, changing the song in every episode. Now, I did that very purposefully. I wanted to flex this sort of love of music every single time I made an episode. Now, that eventually got really hard to do because I was releasing so often and you have to have the rights to share that music. You can't just find a song and share it. You have to be able to make sure you're legally allowed to share it so that you don't get sued down the line. So eventually uh, it, it became harder and harder, which is why I then standardized the intro music for this, which I probably will be switching out sometime soon as we sort of uh, move towards episode 500, then the second season, let's call it, of this show. Um, but music is still something I love. It's something I make Every day, I am constantly sort of freestyling to hip hop beats and pop beats and things like that. I'm constantly singing. I'm constantly listening to music, finding new artists. It's a big, big part of my life and who I am. Number nine, I hated school. I absolutely hated school, but I loved learning. Now, I was I was fine in school. I was like an AB student. So it's not like I was struggling, but that came largely because my parents really didn't give me a choice. One thing I, I am so incredibly grateful for to my parents is that they made it crystal clear from day one that I could have as much freedom as I wanted, which was the thing I valued most and still do. But I could have as much freedom as I wanted so long as I got good grades, so long as I got good grades and I never lied to them. That, those were their two biggest rules. And don't get me wrong, I definitely broke those from time to time, but... They, they gave me the space to explore my love of computers, to explore music, to explore whatever I wanted without judgment. Every time I jumped from thing to thing to thing, they did not judge 
as long as I always got great grades and as long as I always did well. But that didn't mean I liked school. I actually hated I felt I felt the entire time I was going through school up until I graduated college that it was holding me back somehow. I felt like the minute I was able to get out and be in the real world, I would do well. So if, if you're someone who feels that way, if you're young and you're feeling like you've been trapped in this system your entire life, it, you're not the only one. It is still beneficial to finish, but you're not the only one. And if you are as good as you say you are, once you get out, you will be given an opportunity to show it. And then last but not least, uh, number 10, I tend to work in bursts. Now, what do I mean by this? Well, I am not the most productive person in the world. I procrastinate a lot. I, uh, I, I spend a lot of time doing things that are not productive. However, I do accomplish a lot. So people often message me and say, like, I'm putting out so much. How am I doing this? How am I getting everything done? Blah, blah, blah. And they think I just sit and work for 18 hours a day. And, and that's happened for sure. I've had plenty, plenty of 18 hour days. I've had plenty of nights where I stayed up super late to get things done. But I've always sort of been that person that works really well in short bursts, meaning instead of working on things little by little, I pretty much just sit down and do a thing from start to finish. And then I am unproductive for a period of time while I like recover mentally, let's say. And then I do another thing from start to finish. And I don't know that that's necessarily the best way of doing things. I definitely am, as is the, the tagline of this show, I'm always trying to improve that. And I'm always trying to find better ways to, to, to approach things. But that is how I work right now. That is how I have always worked. And regardless of seeing me do a lot and feeling like, wow, he, he gets so much done. I'm really not sitting here for 20 hours a day, every single day. Like that's, I'm able to get a lot done because I know how I work and I prioritize building my days around that. So that is 10 facts about me, a little bit random, a little interesting, I guess, if you're, you're, you've ever been curious, but listen, I want to keep the conversation going. So here's what I'm going to challenge you to do. I want to learn one fact about you. So find me on Instagram at Greg Clunis. That's G-R-E-G-G-C-L-U-N-I-S. Greg Clunis at Greg Clunis. Find me on Instagram. Give me a follow and send me a message with one interesting fact about you. I would love to connect. I'd love to learn more about you. And I'd love to have a conversation with you about whatever it is that's going on for you. So head over to Instagram. Find me at Greg Clunis. That's G-R-E-G-G-C-L-U-N-I-S and give me a follow and then send me a DM. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. I appreciate you being here and I appreciate you prioritizing yourself. Be sure to click subscribe if you haven't already. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day, every day.